Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. I Check, yeah. check, 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 check. I mean, it looks like the waveform's going, so hopefully that means something good. He's the tech guy. I just sit here and look for <laughs> And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, episode 155, Ranger Command at C2E2 2020, recorded on February 29th, 2020. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger Up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. And I'm Zach, also known as Hollywood. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Juan S., Steve F., Doug F., Tyler W., Tyler B., Eric D., Jacob P., Steve M., Liz M., Craig M., Callum M., Mason M., Derek G., and Teresa B. for supporting us this month. Hey, Zach. Hey, Eric. We're live. We are live from C2E2 recording this episode of Ranger Command. So we want to give a big thanks to Chuckload of Comics for creating Podcast Central at C2E2 and letting us be a part of the experience. So yeah, shout out to those guys. You know, this is so nice of them to, to set up this space and allow uh, podcasters like us a, a spot. It's, it's pretty great. And uh, this is our first uh, live recording at an event like this. So... Uh, we're proud to have it at our local convention. We have a live so. audience. This is I'm not used yeah, to this. Yeah, this, this is, is great. <laughs> it's a little bit like being a fish in a fishbowl. Right. A little bit. Like. A little bit. So uh, this is actually our last uh, local hurrah here at the show. It is. Uh, it Zach, is. You're, you're moving. Sad but true. Yep. Moving to Orlando literally in three days, four days. So, yeah, uh, we're going to... Uh, have a really fun time at, at the show just to live up our, our last day. We're making it one big party. Locally. But for all of our listeners, Zach will be back on uh, Ranger Command pretty much in May. Uh, April, May-ish. Okay. Uh, the house should be finished by the first week, second week of <laughs> April. So we'll see how, how the chips fall. But I will be taking a slight hiatus from Ranger Command for some time to move and get settled. And that's fine. So we're at a comic book show. We're at a comic book convention. And we do have some news for Power Ranger comics. So first off, Boom Studios comics. Uh, we got the Power Rangers Ranger Slayer one-shot in June. And in May, they're going to have the uh, free comic book day issue, kind of summing up everything that's been in the past for Ranger Slayer. That's smart. I mean, you know, you have such a, a history with Ranger Slayer and quite a few people who don't you know, know the whole story. Yeah. So I think that's a wise idea to have a one-shot free comic book day issue where they kind of go over the history of Ranger Slayer. Yeah, and then the next month, uh, this one-shot is coming out. So the Ranger Slayer, Kimberly Hart, Pink Mighty Morphin Power Ranger from an alternate universe once ruled by Lord Draken, returns home and nothing is like she expected. In a world that only knows her as a villain, can Kimberly show her universe that she becomes a hero? And is that even the right thing to do? 
confronted by an old foe in a terrifying new form, finding her home in chaos, Kimberly will make a stunning choice that no Power Rangers fan can miss. And I'm really excited about this one. I love alternate universe stories. I've always loved What If comics, the whole like Else Worlds, all that stuff. So an alternate universe Power Rangers story was right up my alley when they announced it. And I'm looking forward to seeing what comes next. Yeah, me too. It's really cool. And they're hinting at something pretty big coming up in October. Like uh, Ranger Slayer is somehow going to change the universe for all the Power Rangers. Yeah. That's so. Boom has done great work with the line, and honestly, everything they put out is is pretty much gold. So I can't wait to see, you know, what comes next. Yeah, it's it's going to be pretty sweet. Also, in the news, there is a Comics Pro event where all the big comic book shop uh, retailers come together. They make industry wide announcements, and apparently, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Fifty will have. The reality-shattering return of a fan-favorite character that requires a final-page triple-gatefold reveal, who brings with them grave warnings of the biggest threat the Power Rangers have ever faced. I mean, come on, when you announce something like that, you say, hey, listen, this issue's going to have the biggest triple-gatefold reveal. The mind wanders, and it's like, oh, man, who who could it be? That's (laughs) going to be insane. Like, I can't wait to see what they have up their sleeve, for sure. Issue 50 of any comic book is just insane. Oh, yeah. That's that's a pretty solid run, especially for a licensed comic book. And so to have them... Especially from a studio that, you know, when they got the license was a smaller studio. Right. And, I mean, now through their license with Power Rangers have grown to be one of the, you know, recognizable names in comics. Yeah, they're like top four after Marvel, DC, and all of them. So pretty huge... They will also have a prestigious limited series revealing an untold story from Lord Draken's homeworld, never previously revealed. This is in July. And all of this builds up to the biggest shakeup in Power Rangers publishing in October. So what do you think that means? Honestly, listen, they've got plans. And I can't wait to see what those plans bring. I think the idea of Draken having some kind of return, maybe? Well, the thing that, that intrigues me is when they do a shake-up in our Power Rangers publishing. Yeah. And so a lot of people are thinking that they may reset to a whole new number one. That might be interesting. And if that is the case, would they then switch to a different timeline? Would they go from Mighty Morphin number one to, like, Zeo number one? That, okay, that'd be cool. I mean, come on. How <laughs> could you not want to see more Power Rangers Zio right. in comics? I think that'd be great. I don't know if uh, that's something that can, like, carry the whole thing. I mean, Zio, people still like Zio, but everyone kind of goes back to Mighty Morphin. I mean, you know? true. Mighty Morphin is, the, I mean, let's be honest, it's the powerhouse of the franchise. Yeah. It's what everyone remembers. It's the nostalgia. It's the most recognizable version of the brand. You can't go wrong with Mighty Morphin. So it's interesting because they have Go-Go Power Rangers ending. That's completely ending. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got some of these one-shots going on. I think the later half of this year is really going to build up to uh, something unique for Power Rangers comics. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, we have the fandom. I mean, constantly issues are selling out and need to be reprinted. So 
Yeah, think, second printings, third printings. So it's, it's, Boom's it's, really killing it. Yeah, Boom is, is absolutely killing it with this series, and uh, I'm interested to see where, where the future goes. All right. So New York Toy Fair happened last weekend, and a lot of stuff was announced. So much stuff was announced. <laughs> I literally was glued to my phone all weekend, even when I was at work. I'm, like, at work going, okay, what are they announcing now? And, uh, oh, my gosh. Going, oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah, lots of good stuff announced last weekend. I think the biggest announcement out of the Hasbro brand preview event was the announcement of the season 28 of Power Rangers, which will be based on Kishiru Sentai Ru Soldier which is currently ending this weekend in Japan. Yeah, it's interesting that they are deciding to play catch-up and just go right to the series that's ending. Uh, It makes sense from a perspective of, if you think about, now Hasbro will have its own dino series. Uh, Every iteration of the brand has had a dino series, starting with the original Saban, Mighty Morphin. Disney had Dino Thunder. Neo Saban had um, Dino Dino Charge. Charge. And now Hasbro will have whatever they call uh, Ryu Soldier. Dino Knights Dino or whatever. Knights I have no or, idea. Yeah, Dino Kingdom. Dino, <laughs> Dino, I don't know. Dino something. I think it's really cool. I know a lot of people were betting on some other Sentai series being adapted. I think a lot of people had their hopes up for another series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, myself included, because I did not watch Ryu Soldier because I'm not a fan. I, I haven't watched it either, but I do, I do like the suits. I think they're great. I think the suits are okay. The Megazords or the, the, the Mecha having the sort of like Lego-like connections... That's kind of neat. That's something you know unique, but I just I never got into the story, so it's fine. Because when you're when you're a fan like that, when you're like I like the look of the series, but I don't like the story. Well, good news, the story is going to get changed, story, so it's going right. to not be the same story, <laughs> which is which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I think the uh, casting sides just leaked. Yeah, and they're the same as the casting sides from Beast yeah. Morphers, which is no surprise because it's Hasbro, so they're just using generic sides to you know kind of get a feel for actors. And they're pretty much doing the same timeline we've seen for any show ramp up. They're doing the casting early on this year. Yeah. And then they're probably going to do the big cast announcement at Power Morphicon. Odds are. I mean, generally speaking, if you're expecting a Power Morphicon, you're expecting a new cast reveal. I mean, we were there when they announced the Beast Morphers cast. We lost our minds. We were (laughs) super excited, and we were like, how did we miss these people walking around that look like... Exactly. Because they had even said, yeah, before they announced us as cast, we were just walking around the show floor in our street clothes, and nobody bothered us. And it's like, well, of course nobody bothered you. Nobody knew who you were until five (laughs) minutes ago. It just amazes me. You got, like, these, you know, beautiful people walking around that it's like, wait... Are they a Power Ranger? Yeah, so, like, going everyone to going to PMC next year, like, keep your eyes focused. Or this year, <laughs> I should say. Keep your eyes out for anybody that looks like a model or uh, maybe looks like they shouldn't be in this fandom because odds are they're probably, you know, the new cast. Uh, n- no judgments. No judgments. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is coming from the guy who's... Right. <laughs> that guy in a little coat. Okay, stop. <laughs> All right, so also Toy Fair, Hasbro... Obviously, they're talking about the toys. Yeah. First off, the Lightning Collection. I almost said Legacy. Oh, wow. Which is a mistake. Uh, yeah, that would have been bad. The Dragon Dagger. Green Ranger's Dragon Dagger. Uh, I need it. I need it. I need it. Uh, listen, <laughs> I already pre-ordered I'm, it. So I'm debating it. I can't afford it, but I'm debating it. <laughs> Just because it's like, okay, Hasbro, you dropped this at the worst possible time because I'm now going to be in between jobs moving uh i don't have a house for another three or four weeks like you're killing me smalls i can't i can't order (laughs) any of this awesome stuff because i 
So hopefully uh, I can I can get it together and uh, pre-order because yeah, yeah, that Dragon Dagger is you want it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. And um, somebody brought up the point. I called it on the last podcast where I said, "Wouldn't it be neat if they did where you actually had to press the buttons to play the tune?" And it does. I called it. <laughs> No, it, it's awesome. So you can actually unlock the sounds of calling the Dragon Zord by playing the exact notes for the flute. Yeah. That's, it's awesome. I mean, come on. That's How do you not want that? I, when, when, I, when I said it last week or uh, two weeks ago, whatever it was on the podcast, and I said it kind of as a joke, I was like, yeah, wouldn't it be neat if you had to do that? And then I wasn't there for the announcement of the Dragon Dagger. So I was like, right. oh, neat. They're doing a new Dragon Dagger. That's kind of cool. What are the features? And somebody on Twitter added me, and they're like, well, you actually have to press the buttons. And I was like... Oh, uh, I am a prophet. I have, <laughs> let me look deeper into the future for Power Rangers knowledge. Mm, nothing. Okay. It's got the play mode. It's got you can you don't have to play the notes if you don't want to. You right. Can, I'm sure they have some simpler you, version. There's th- different modes. Yeah. Really cool that something the Bandai version uh, did not do was light up. So it's got that green glow in the middle. That is. Sexy. Can I say yeah. that about a, a, to- a child's sure. toy? That that is sexy. Sure. I mean, it's, come on. It's a it nice glows toy. green. And I saw I saw an interaction on Twitter. Somebody goes, "Did it ever glow green on the show? That's dumb." And somebody just shut them up with a screen cap of when it's like Jason used it to glow when he was fighting. Yeah. Two, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on. Yeah. So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. It also comes with a very nice display stand. Like we said, the play and remix modes, the light up blade. That's just really cool yeah i mean if you missed out on having this toy either from the legacy collection or even from when you were a kid and it was the original version you want to get this version this version's amazing i want to get this version i don't know how i may have to just is there a blood donation truck somewhere <laughs> can i just go donate some plasma because yeah want do want wave five lightning collection figures yes can we talk about this we can Mighty Morphin Blue, we got Zeo Gold Ranger, uh, Trey of Triforia, Ranger Slayer, and Time Force Red, Wesley Collins. Yeah. Obviously, MMPR Blue is a must-buy for me. Uh, of course. Billy is my favorite. Everybody knows this. Ditto. Uh, Zeo Gold, I need to get also, just because, I mean, come on, it's Zeo Gold. He's beautiful. Well, I've, I've got one for you. Oh, okay. We got, I was going to say, you, did, you, I did you remember to bring it? Okay, I brought good. it. For those, yeah, uh, uh, Eric was so kind as to have a duplicate of the uh, Red Ranger Jason and Zeo Gold Jason twin pack Comic Con exclusive, and uh, he's giving it to me as a going away present, so I'm very excited. But now they've got the Trey of Triforia version, yeah. so that's the standard release. So uh, you just get looks pretty good. You just get two of those, and you have <laughs> uh, you know you have one in helmet, and then you have the ones with the Trey of Triforia heads, and then you. There you go. There you yeah, go. All, you can do you some need. weird Photoshop. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's Ranger Slayer. The sculpting on that is incredible. It's gorgeous. The figure's gorgeous. The weapon is gorgeous. My complaint: no civilian Kimberly head. That's like the comic book version. And that that was the thing a lot of people were talking about was because Lord Draken had his had face, the evil Tommy head, yeah. But that was that was JDF Jason David Frank from the live action short of Shattered Grid. Ah, okay. So people were wondering: was Ranger Slayer going to be based on? Were they Hasbro going to do like a comic book styling head? Or so a lot of people were worried about that. Mm. Um, but it's not even happening. So no, it's not, and it yeah. It makes I won't sense. Say there's, there's a lot of listen, plastic I, I, involved in that exactly. figure. Exactly. And I won't say that the figure suffers for it because it does no. not by any means. It's just, it's 
it's one of those things that would have been nice to have. However, it does not right. diminish from the figure being as amazing as it is. Yeah, it, it looks super great. It's beautiful. And then uh, Time Force Red, Wesley Collins. Time Force Red. That's, uh, yeah. Get two so you can have <laughs> so SPD have Al- modification. Oh, SPD, yeah. I was going yeah. to say Alex from the future of Time Get Force. Get three or? then. There you go, yeah. Uh, but I like it. Is he's got both uh, chrono sabers. You can do the yeah. attack. Uh, he's got the And that's another uh, thing. That this, this line, the accessories that they come with. I mean, Billy has both versions of the lance. He has them split up and he has so them with the staff. Glad, I was so glad that they had the full-size lance yeah. because it seems like every iteration of this toy has missed out on that. Yeah. And you got the stupid, like, Triceratops daggers or whatever. Yeah, like they're, forks. They're, they're like clubs or something. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like not quite tridents. But, but no, like you said, the fact that this figure has the long version of the uh, staff, yeah, that's great. I love that. I'm going to pose him with that weapon because that's... And I, then uh, just like this weekend, uh, we had Wave 6 kind of leak through Walmart. Oh and people dear. are making their guesses on that. Uh, based on the codes. Yeah, so. people are trying to guess the codes, myself included. Because, <laughs> I mean, just how can you not be excited for these figures? If you're a figure collector, if you're somebody who has, you know... I mean, even if you're not a fan of Power Rangers, these figures are beautiful. Uh, like, Oh, yeah, I, I've got my friend uh, Matt, Matt Goldberg, uh, MB, MBG Films uh, wrestling figure uh, collector, and... He collects all the Mighty Morphin just from a nostalgia point of view. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I love it. They're all in scale with the different figure, like wrestling figures, and it's like kind of that standard scale that the whole industry is going. Yeah, that six-inch line. Yeah, and I have some figure arts common riders that are that same scale. Yeah, and so you can have your very expensive figure arts figures posed with your you know less expensive uh, legacy or. I almost did. Lightning. Lightning collection. Uh, and it looks fantastic next to each other, you know? I, I wish I could get my hands on a Figure Arts Kamen Rider Black RX and do, uh, yeah, absolutely. do a, a Friend in Need Part 1 <laughs> or 2 or 3 or whatever part that was. Also showed uh, at the booth, we had a new, like, regular 6-inch figure with the Beast King. It looks like the Beast X King Morpher that they came out with. Yeah, the upgrade. But it's now the armor. Yeah, this new season is going to bring some upgrades, and uh, I'm interested to see the toy line. I'm, come on, this this. Ever since Hasbro has taken over the brand, it's been considerably better. Yeah, it's in every aspect. I mean, Beast Morphers is a great season. Uh, the next season of Beast Morphers is shaping up to be just as good. The first episode is great. I missed this morning's episode because I was. It was. It was all right. Up. This morning was all right. I know that. Fine. I know that a certain duo make their return. I mean, it's out. You can because, say it. Yeah. Uh, Blaze oh, and that's Roxy true. Blaze and Roxy have yep. returned. I'm interested to see how that unfolds because I have not seen the episode yet, and I will probably tonight when I get home. Well, there. No, no spoilers. But for no, else? Okay, no spoilers. Fine. No spoilers. Um, but no, I'm 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 looking forward to uh, all the new toys this season. Absolutely, uh, they all look great. Can't wait for it. Uh, anything else Toy Fair related that aside from all cool. the insanely awesome Ghostbusters stuff that's coming out, but that's not for I'm this podcast. I'm very happy for you, that, <laughs> especially. Yeah, I mean, when I saw that uh, kid kid sized proton pack, I, I was like. Well, I know a certain niece who's getting Ghostbusters stuff for Christmas. <laughs> and I don't know, did you see the moment they presented, like, yeah. Ivan Reitman oh, yeah. with I, their I, own I watched that uh, on repeat, figure. probably. Uh, you know, watching them bring out the one-to-one scale particle Not, thrower. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then also the the, the, the the custom figures were a nice, you know, touching tribute. But 
I mean, come on, that that one-to-one scale particle thrower with effects that, I mean, just blows the other old one out of the water. Yeah. That's another must-have for me. So C2E2, we're recording. Uh, we're live here, at C2E2, folks. Live at C2E2. And uh, we're oh, come here. On. Uh, lots of Power Rangers stuff going on the rest of this weekend. Yep. So we're recording before all that stuff happens. Uh, we'll have panel coverage. We'll have uh, some interviews lined up. And that will all be later on in this episode. So first up, uh, we got Jason David Frank's panel uh, later today at 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. So looking forward to... Oh, yeah. He's always, he's always a big draw at these conventions. Mm-hmm. I mean, his panels are always a hoot and a holler. And I, we'll have the audio from that panel. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll have uh, Eric go in and, and stand and hold the microphone up to... Mr. Frank, can you say something into this? <laughs> Uh, well, uh, <laughs> be interesting to hear what he's up to these days. Later this evening at 6.30, yes. uh, half hour before the show closes at Bluefin Brands, right in the front of the show entrance, uh, you'll have the Bluefin Team Writer Meetup for Common Writer. This is awesome. This is the one that they did last week in New York for Toy Fair. I watched yep. some of the some of the footage on Twitter. I was so jealous in the moment. I was like, I wish that was me. And then I remembered, oh, wait, that is going to be me tonight because tonight we're having our own meetup. So, yeah, I brought my own Common Rider belt. I brought Gaim. Uh, obviously, you're dressed uh, from Common Rider Drive. I am dressed as, as Drive in his uh, detective civilian clothes, but I'll strap the belt on when, uh, when <laughs> push comes to shove because... I'm excited, you know. It's, I'm very excited. Listen, as a rider fan, it's been so hard this past what twenty? How how long has Rider been on the air? Seventy plus years? No, I'm thinking. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, a long time. Years. But basically, it's been tough to but, get. But this generation of common yeah, rider, and I mean, the the fact that we now have this franchise coming to the states in the way that it is, yeah. with Team Rider pushing for more importing. I'm all Who for knows? It. Some probably some more stuff later this year. Um, fingers crossed. Uh, listen, I, as long as they can make it available, I'll buy it. I want it all. That CSM Kiva belt, man. It's on display I, I at the go booth see right it. now. I gotta, so. I gotta go look and I gotta go drool over that. So I hope they brought the Windex. It's <laughs> it's really nice. So a lot of exciting stuff coming for Common Writer. Uh, I joked on Twitter. Uh, this could be the Writer Command. Power hour in, in a eventually. Listen, I, I wouldn't point. have any objections. So, <laughs> also at the show, David Yost, Walter Jones, they are at the affirmative clothing booth, uh, five forty nine, all weekend. So, I may the original blue and black Rangers. I may have to swing by again and, and say hi to Walter and David because I haven't seen them since last PMC. Mm-hmm. So it'd be nice to catch up again and be like, "Hey guys, how are you doing?" Yeah, and then uh, apparently Jason Font, Time Force Red, speaking of, uh, speaking of Wesley Collins, yeah. he's at the Geek Inc. Comics booth, 1716, all weekend I as well. Have I ever met Jason Font? I don't think I have. I've met Jason Font. I have. I don't no, know if you've met. You know, I met Danny Slavin and confused him for Jason Font. Great job. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> Listen, listen. It, two it, very it, different people. Two, But listen, they were both Red Rangers oh. in, in the series one and after each other, and they're both kind of generic handsome man so it's it's easy to confuse yeah uh, <laughs> i mean that not as a slight don't get me wrong no no also some power ranger exclusives so yep. han cholo uh, booth uh, 1026 they've got some neat pins they've got collector jewelry if you want to get like a red ranger ring all their stuff looks really nice i've yeah. seen it online yeah their booth's really cool. The stuff on display for Power Rangers and all the other brands that they're doing, it looks like a retro arcade. Oh, that's cool. So really, really awesome setup. I'll definitely want to go check that out at some point. 
Also, uh, Scorpion uh, Comics, they have an exclusive Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles issue one variant. And if you don't have it by now, you're SOL. I think you're SOL. <laughs> I, I went to the booth yesterday, first thing, picked up a couple copies for some friends, and it's a limited edition of 150. The one I got was like 118 through yeah, 120. Yeah. So. It, it, stuff like that will just go in a yeah. heartbeat. I mean, with good reason. It's, it it's, still might be it's there. It's beautiful. But yeah, if, if it's not there, I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's always eBay. But, <laughs> but pity, pity the poor fool who has to buy it off of eBay. And there's some other comic book uh, dealers who have released exclusives in the past. I know Black Cape Comics. They've released some Mighty Morphin Ninja Turtles releases. So probably a lot of other exclusives for Rangers floating around, which is pretty nice. Yeah pretty much it for C2E2. Yeah, you know, it, it's a good show. It's very, very busy this year. Um, oh, yeah. It is the busiest I've seen it, and I've been coming almost every year, and I was almost late to the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were in traffic, and I thought, okay, well, it, it's it's 9.30. I have an hour to get there. I'll be fine. And then we pull off the highway, and they're like, yeah, Lot A is full. We're going to move you to Lot B. And then by the time we pulled up to Lot B, they said, oh, yeah, Lot B is full. We're going to move you to Lot C. <laughs> Oh, okay, jeez. Okay. And I'm, I'm like texting the whole time, like, Zach, get over here. Yeah, and so I'm like, I'm trying, I'm stressed out. Parked, basically well, you're ran. Here. Yeah, and I, and I made it. And I, the long, long and short of it is I made it, thankfully. But, yeah, this is this convention, listen, people always say, oh, San Diego and, and New York Comic Con, those are the big ones, the big ones. Listen. This is pretty big. This is huge. This is the Midwest equivalent of a San Diego Comic Con, all right? There yeah. is a lot going on here because not only do you have stuff like Power Rangers, like... You know, the, the you have also you have the big two. You have Marvel. You oh, have yeah. DC. You have Boom Studios here. You have you have. Oh, well, <coughs> Boom Studios made it like one year. They're not here. Oh, they're not here this, this year. year. No, I, I wish make, they make were. a liar out of me. Um, but no, but you have you know the these comic companies and you have these entertainment brands here because it is such a big show. Yeah, and it's it's one of the shows that I I love going to and I, I will miss it a lot. I, I, granted, I do have a show down in Orlando called MegaCon. But Megacon is mostly just like a Wizard World. Sure. It is a, hey, dress up in costume and go and, and meet celebrities. There's not really any news dropped at Megacon. Right. Um, there are panels to go to, and some are pretty fun, but like it's, it's well, not as, as intense as something like a C2E2. Yeah, C2E2 is intense. Uh, a lot of big announcements coming from the all the big Marvel, DC, yeah. everything. That and a lot panel, of that's happening today. Yeah, that, so. that Marvel panel would be would be interesting to get into, but I, I guarantee the line is already capped. I, I have a feeling. Yeah. So really big things going on at C2E2. I've been coming here all 11 years of the show, and it's a fantastic local convention. So... To any of our listeners, if you've never been to C2E2, never been to Chicago, uh, C2E2 is uh, definitely highly recommended. Oh, yeah. It's, it's one of those shows that you should see at least once, yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, I remember the first year it started when we were in the uh, east building that's yeah, off the, the river. smaller. It was so small. <laughs> it was so, it, and it was great because there was plenty of room to walk around. And then now we're in the main building, and it's like, oh, hey, there's probably 80,000, 90,000 people here today. And it's like, I, I, I hope I can walk around because <laughs> this, is, this is a lot. This is a lot to take in. So, yeah, I know we got a little bit of time. Did you want to open this up to maybe some questions in the audience? Is, for is there a way to do that? I don't know if someone can just, like, <laughs> yell out their question. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you can take your, your, your Yeah. Any questions, Power Ranger? 
In Power Rangers related questions out there, no? <laughs> Everyone's just kind of staring at us like All we're... Right, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, yeah, we're excited for the Kamen Rider stuff for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Power Rangers, Super Sentai, all kind of in that same uh, realm of tokusatsu. But yeah, Bluefin's got a lot of amazing stuff. There's a lot of great guys working over there for Team Rider. Yeah, I got to meet Justin and David over at uh, Team Rider. They're great. Can't wait for the meetup. Meetup tonight is going to be tonight, so yeah. much fun. I mean, everyone's going to be wearing their belts. Uh, that I'm looking forward to it, and it's it's inside. We're not we're not outside out in, the cold. in Times Square or anything in, yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. So it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot. Suck at New York. <laughs> That's right. Throw it out. We have better pizza too. What do you want? <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. It's, I mean, we're not lying here. So uh, we're gonna ramp it up uh, here. Later on in the episode, we have, like I said, all the panel coverage. We'll have some interviews, all of that stuff uh, from C2E2 and. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, and how we have a good C2E2, Eric? I hope we both have a good C2E2. It's going to be crazy. This went very well. This is great. A huge thanks to Chuckload of Comics for yeah, uh, podcast. Thank you guys so much for having us this out is, and, and having really us record awesome. in your space. This is amazing. So let's do another one of these at uh, Ranger Stop in a couple of months. I hope so. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph, Facebook and Instagram, rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. And live from C2E2, I've been Eric. Uh, this makes me want to <laughs> live from New York. No, it's, it's live from C2E2. Yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. I've been Hollywood and, and or Zach, whatever. Either way, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just babbling now because we never wrap the show ever in a good way. Nope. Never. So we're going to end it we're, now. We're going to keep that streak. All right. <laughs> thank Ranger you, guys. Ranger Command C2E2. Woo! Woo! This is Eric. And I'm Zach. And we're with David Clark from Bluefin Tomashi. Yeah. Uh, How's yeah. it going? Doing good, guys. I'm a little tired. I just came back from New York Toy Fair. I've not been home in a while, but I'm still hyped. <laughs> <laughs> and how was Toy Fair for Team Rider? Toy Fair? So, I'm going to be real honest. We kind of really only cared about the, the fan meetup. Yeah. Like, after that, we, like, phoned it in for the rest of the show. <laughs> you know? But, um, yeah, it was it was awesome. It was awesome. You know, we had over 100 people show up to That's the, the Times Square, which is great. Because I thought maybe 20, 30 people. And then there were so many people at Midtown Comics, which shout out to them for offering the discount and helping us you know, do it. Absolutely. They had to shut off access to the second floor because there's just too many people. Dang. And I've wow. never seen that. That's and so that amazing. was awesome. The big group photo was awesome. I know my higher-ups, who I won't name, were very happy with how everything went, so that was super cool. And definitely shout-out to everybody who came out, Toku Nation for helping us get the word out, Toku Network as well. We really appreciate also you guys helping us out a whole lot. So it was our first meetup, and it worked really well. So now I have permission to do it wherever I want. So, <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, that, that's a great thing. We're here at C2E2. We're only a couple hours away from the team writer meetup. We're super excited about it. Tell us a little bit about what's already available from Team Rider from Bluefin. Okay, so our first releases were the CSM Double 1.5 and the Lost Driver. Now, we even made the announcement before, but those are being delayed uh, due to, you know, the coronavirus. You know, right. it, it is a thing. But they're, they're made, they're ready to go. We're hoping late March, maybe early April, and we don't foresee any further disruptions after that. If there are, we'll let everybody know, you know, what's happening. 
So we have those. Uh, we have the Kiva here on display here. At, uh, it looks at fantastic. Too. I need to get in there. And draw yeah. And I hope you guys like the chains and the roses. It was dope. Yeah. That's, that's it's really funny. nice. Like, we, when I ordered those and it came to the office, they were like, uh, David, did you order chains and roses? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Valentine's Day is crazy, man. <laughs> you know? so, but, no, it, it looked great. Like, Boys Toys loves what we're doing because they want us to show that we're actually really enthusiastic about it that we really care yeah. and so I know he was got a lot of chains a lot of roses in his atmosphere so I'm like let's go the extra mile it really looks great in the booth and you can only imagine like with Gaim a bunch of fake fruit and oh, stuff yeah. and yeah. oh yeah, yeah go all out so speaking of Gaim that's one of the latest things that you guys announced right yes but- the, uh, the DX Sengoku driver. That should be coming out hopefully in, in May-ish. Obviously, depending on everything else right. coming out, okay. Um, but I'm looking forward to that because, as, as you guys know, Gaim is my personal favorite. Same so, here. As a series and as a writer, so <laughs> I'm really a fan of that. I did order one. I actually ordered two because one, one I have to paint. Right. The other one will keep you know natural. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that as well. And you're pretty new as a fan yes. to, to Common Rider, so what's that journey been like to just discover these series, and right. and now you're a customer, too, of, exactly. of your own stuff? It's been great, like, so, you know, for me, like, I'm, I'm a Gundam fan at heart, mm-hmm. and so I remember being a kid when I discovered Gundam, and finding out that there was more than just Wing out there, it was like a whole new universe, yeah. and since then, you know, like, everything I'm a fan of, I've kind of, like, in a sense, like, mastered in terms of, like, I've seen everything, so... It was always, just, here's a new thing here and there. But finding Common Rider, it was like having that feeling of a whole new universe left to discover, which I hadn't felt in a very long time. Mm. And so that was really cool. It was like being a kid again. And then, of course, seeing the belts and all things I want to buy. And thanks, boys, always for taking my wallet. I yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I, went office, I used to only have to worry about buying Gundams every so often. And now it's Gundam and Rider, which is the belts figures, the SIC, the yep. gimmicks, and I'm just like, oh, I used to have a paycheck. I used to, <laughs> you know, I went from having one belt, I have 17 right now. That's so, amazing. That's but it's awesome. fun. I don't regret anything. That's awesome. <laughs> that kind of leads me to a question of like, so what is it that gets a series chosen for import? Like what, so, okay, you know, we'll start with Double and we want to move on to Gaim. Is it just like fan demand? Is it like you guys look at sales charts from importing from other third-party websites, or you know, what is it that says, okay, this is the franchise we want to import right. next? And and you guys have done a lot of like surveys too, yes. working with yeah. Toku Nation and right. all of that stuff. So uh, in terms of how they chose first to come on, then they know that you know Double was pretty popular amongst the American fans back in the day, so you know that that was a good safe choice. Um, in terms of going forward, though, we have been feeding them survey data. So, like, for everyone who took our last survey about the first half of Heisei, which, thank you guys for everyone who did that, Deno won. Deno nice. was the most popular. With reason, because yeah. Deno is fantastic. Right. So, I showed, when I showed Boys Toys that, they are like, huh, maybe we should do something Deno next. And I was like, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> you know, so hmm. the survey data does help. You know, like, like we tell right. everybody all the time, that goes directly to Bondi. Mm-hmm. And they are actually using that to help guide the decisions, you know. Because, you know, part of Team Rider's job is to find the core band and find out what you guys are thinking because you are who they want to market to. Right. So, you know, definitely thank you for everyone taking those surveys. They really do They really do help for future releases. Yeah, we really want to stress that. If you have any interest at all in Rider stuff coming to the States, you guys should go out and check those surveys when they become available, either through the Team Rider Twitter or through anyone else that retweets it. Like, check it out. 
make sure you're filling it out honestly. Like, and seriously, they take like ten seconds. It's so quick, yeah. but it's, it's so. I've helpful. done every one they've come out with just because I want to see my favorite writer stuff come right. out. Right, I appreciate it. Right, we we launched recently another one for your your favorite writer from the second half of Heisei. Yeah, and Bill. I, I was like, Gaim, Gaim. Oh Bill, man, I know. I was come like, on, Gaim. I, I was like, should I change the results to be Gaim? <laughs> I'm like, no. God, Gaim wouldn't approve, approve of cheating. So it's Bill. Bill is far and away right now the number one. Awesome. Bill There's still time fantastic. though. There's still time. I usually don't use the survey results until it's about two or three thousand people. Okay. Since that's just to be relevant for the entire United States, you know. So I try and wait to get to that that certain level. Uh, sociology major, stats is a whole thing. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, I was just like five hundred. Oh no, no, no. I wait for three thousand. Um, but right now, Bill is winning. So amazing. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> How has the response been overall from the fans? It's like, been great. It, is it more than you hoped? Is it? It is. It has become a phenomenon, man. Like, the fan base has been super gracious and really kind and really uplifting to us, and it's it's been awesome to see that. Because not all fan bases are nice and welcoming and kind. Right. right. <laughs> you know, but not, not count any names, but you know, we all know the yeah. dark side of fandom out there. And so far, I have not seen anything like that in Ryder. It's been really great. Even people being okay with me being new. They've been encouraged, and everyone has their different watch list and in what order, you know, which is great. So <laughs> you have no shortage of recommendations. Coming exactly. Your way. But you know, I'm, I'm catching up very quickly. I'll be done with O's tonight, nice. so I will finish the entire second half of Heisei, and then I'll go back and start with Kuga and go through decades. But no, the reaction has been crazy. The higher ups, they are watching social media. They are looking at it, and they are very happy. So definitely keep going. So on when we get that. stuff like Common Rider trending in the states, they're oh, like, yeah. "Hey, that's interesting." Oh yeah, you know, like if, if we can do, if we can get trending number one, that'd be the dream. Yeah, but you. You know, hashtag Team Writer is doing really good, and they're watching all that stuff. And I, I really appreciate everyone's being involved with that because it, it, it does matter. It does matter. Yeah. So, just to any of our listeners, if you're a Common Rider fan, just be engaged. Your voice because heard. because they're seeing it. They're yeah, right. they're watching it right now. Right. The key word for this year is visibility. Yeah. Because we can keep telling Bondi to our blue in the face there are writer fans in America, but if we can't show them that, they won't take the plunge. Right. But that meetup in Times Square was a real big first statement. Because you know, Times Square is one of the biggest areas in the world and you had a hundred guys wearing belts yelling henshin, that's a big deal. That's a it big is. deal. So I want to recreate that today, hopefully at C2E2. Yeah, that would be really awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, we're definitely looking forward to that. Uh, Zach, any more questions? You know, I just want to say that I'm, I'm glad that uh, you guys have kicked this off and have started this whole Team Rider movement here in the States. We're happy to help promote it as much as we can because we love Rider. We love seeing Rider grow. We love seeing Rider merch available in the States. We love if one day down the road, you know, it leads to like, hey, we can get legal Rider subs on some, like, streaming service. Let's do that, too. I'm all for it. <laughs> can't say anything about that obviously <laughs> but it's the rat i tried <laughs> but that's the thing the more visibility the more yeah. who knows what the right. future will bring i mean it's it's pretty wide open right all now. i can say is i know, I know march is going to be a good month all right There's some good stuff coming up march madness but can't, for a writer that'd be a fun way to do a tournament <laughs> yo keep an eye out you know definitely right. follow us at team rider us anything that comes out we'll share it as soon as we get it mm-hmm a good time coming up and you know we, we just announced the CSM Garen so hope yes. people are, are they jump on that speaking of where do I go to uh, sign my check over <laughs> yeah, oh, right over here no. <laughs> yeah. but yeah no, Garen's coming out next which will be super awesome uh, looking forward to that I, I do know the next CSM's for the next year or so but I can't can't say anything right. about that. No, um, yeah, we got, just yeah. know that I'm I'm excited for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> and and, and um, can't wait to announce the next DX12. But uh, it's it's a real fun time right now. And awesome. the better these do, the more Bondi and Toei are willing to do for us. 
Speaking of maybe the next conventions, where will Team Rider be next, just right. for our listeners in the future? Well, the next con that Team Rider will be at, I'll be going to TFCon in Orlando, okay. which is a Transformers convention, so yeah, not really Rider-ish, but might do another meetup maybe outside of TFCon. Sure. Also, we'll be in Florida again for Megacon the month after. Then, of course, you know, Anime Central back out here in Chicago. Right. Anime Expo will be coming up very soon. That's always going to be be a big deal for us. Basically, anywhere where you see Bluefin going, we'll be there. At least one member of Team Rider should be there. Excellent. David, thank you so much for being on this little interview right now. Anytime. And we can't wait for the big meetup and then more good things in the future. So, oh, yeah. thank Definitely. you very much. Anytime. Thank you, guys. Right. <laughs> it's Warrior Time! You guys doing good today? Yeah! Thanks for coming. I was going to say a little bit later, I know uh, Jason Fox here, I was going to bring him in and talk a little bit about the Legend of the White Dragon as we get a little closer to it, so he'll come in a little bit though. But uh, I want to thank you guys for having me here. I've been looking at pictures, someone had a picture from 2013, seemed like 2000, if I was here, whatever, it seemed like yesterday, put it that way. So I see pictures online, what? Um, I haven't been here in a few years, so thanks for having me back, I appreciate it. Chicago for all, thank you. Chicago, Chicago, all empowering your love, man. Chicago rocks. You guys love it over in Chicago. I uh, trained out here with Jeff Curry. He's a friend of mine, so we spent some time in Chicago. I used to come to Chicago here and there. My family, uh, some of my family was from Chicago, so when I was a little kid, um, my first flight that I ever flew was here to Chicago as a kid. My uncle uncle lived out here, so I was little, and I was... uh, I remember I left, I, I forgot how old I was, but when I came home, my mom was so disappointed because I didn't really was happy to see her, you know, when your mom's really like, hey, mom. You know, I, I want to stay with my uncle. If you guys ever done that where you visit and you come home, you're like, oh, I really want to go back. And my uncle, your mom's like, what about me? <laughs> but anyway, I remember that. So, I, actually, I just thought about that right now. It was my first flight in Chicago when I was a little kid. I don't know much about the Hasbro, what Hasbro's doing with the brand right now. Maybe it's in good hands. Maybe they'll release something. Um, so if questions are open. If you guys want to ask questions, you can just line up and ask questions. But I don't know anything with Hasbro. I don't know about the second movie. I think everyone, I should know. You think I would know, right? As much as I do, like the fan base, you Hasbro. Anyway, if you guys have any questions or anything that you guys you know, want to ask or anything, line up, there's a microphone there. And then we'll talk about all the motivational stuff in a little bit. All right, my name is Megan. So I asked this question of J.C. Fox earlier. Yeah. Sports teams have, all the sporting stuff has their fantasy leagues. Yeah. If you had to pick your fantasy Power Ranger team, all seasons, all series, everyone, what would be your five main one? Me. Me. And <laughs> green, okay, that's my green one, white ranger, red zeal, I'm gonna get red turbo, and then I yeah, black dino thunder. I mean, if we're gonna add another guy in and out, probably Lord Dragon. I mean, I hate to be like that, but I got them all. I could be Team Me. I will go with the people that the people I know are gonna fight with people that I don't trust. You know, and fun. That's your question that I answered like that. The JF, Jason Frank, Jason Frank, Jason Frank, Jason Frank. And then another JF for cameo is Jason Fawn. Just keep it easy. Fawn actually did get my contract for Omega Force. Like he said, I got your paperwork because they went JF. 
So those people didn't even know what they were doing at the time. They weren't even Power Ranger fans. They sent JF the contract, and that was my contract. And so it was a big truth. Comic books uh, become more popular and expanding. Do you think that you all could probably take those stories and make them into like an Netflix series, maybe like an hour-long series? Yeah, I think they should take the boom, right? And they should make it into a series because it makes sense. That's kind of why uh, we're kind of doing Legend of the White Dragon, just something I got, you know. Hey, man, we're not getting younger. I can fit in spandex. Might as well do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing you want to do is that now. Hey. But yeah, it should be. A mask could be wearing a mask in uh, anything. Life, relationships, your career. You know, just wearing a mask. Because you know, on the end of the day, we all wear a mask. But this is kind of like your happy times. You know, you're, you get to really be the kid again. So right now, I don't think anyone in this audience is forced to be here. You know, I'm not. I, I'm, you know, I'm proud to say when anything happens, the table happens. I don't get taken in Q&As. I don't want to feel like that. Uh, and we don't. So this is where, like, you can move your mask and be yourself, but also at the same time why I do the Q&As is I think it's important that since we're in this state of mind, we can also look at ourselves. We're kind of lowering the bars, and if I say something, and you might think, maybe I should do that. He says I can, or he says I can do anything I want. He says I can be an actor. So this is the moment where you live in, in that 45 minutes to, you know, achieve your goals. And I think, you know, any motivational place you go to Tony Robbins, they loosen up for hours and hours. I can't even loosen. Let's talk about the good stuff. So this is like, a, so for sure, I don't think we're forced here. And that's what I mean by wearing a mask, is if we're really truly comfortable with who you are, what you do, you know, and, uh, and if not, then you need to change it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if you're not happy with a job, quit complaining to your neighbor all the time. Fix it. You know, because we find ourselves in that state where we're like, oh, I'm so, I'm so, I need to, I need to. It's like, just do it. You know, it might be scary for you. And I'm not saying you all quit your job right now. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's think. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you all got to quit and say, I did a JDF. I'm coming to your house. <laughs> oh, you really quit your job? I'm not saying that you quit your job, but this is the moment in the next 45 minutes to really start challenging yourself and looking in the mirror and thinking how you can fix your problem versus how so-and-so next to you is the problem. So this is the time where we look at ourselves, you know, and uh, I learned that through, you know, just time. For the next season of Power Rangers, it's a dino season. The casting call just went out a few days ago. I mean, you've been through the whole process before. What is it going to be like this time around, and what advice would you give to anybody who wants to audition for this upcoming season? Just, when, when I audition, you got to do it for the love of the band. Don't ever get a role anywhere in life. A job, don't ever get a role in a job and ask, are you paying me more money? Because if you're doing it for that, you're not going to succeed. Like, honestly, I know I said, oh, uh, purpose, passion, profit is the truth. If you don't have a purpose in life and you have no passion, you're not going to make profit. You shouldn't even do it for profit. So people have been, I want to be rich and famous. Oh, I can't wait. So for me, I was like, you know, people sue you, people try to kill you, people ask for autograph, people, you know, all this other stuff, that's all happened to me. Yeah. And it doesn't even make a difference. The, the point is that I love doing what I'm doing. That's why I treat this as a hobby. I really do. And, and it's getting overwhelmed. Like so many shows, and I keep saying, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. I'm, I don't have to be here. I'm not getting paid to do a Q&A. It's because I'm awesome. The minute it doesn't, uh, so the moment for actors is do the best you can. The, the, the reason why Power Rangers has changed, I don't think you guys now are older and you understand the process here. 
there's something called limerence. If you all don't know, limerence, like 6 to 18 months, you can be in love, you can change things, everything changes on you, you know, people, you know, you, it, it's that moment state. That's why when you're married afterwards, it might not be what you think it is because you're in limerence for 6 to 18 months. See, Power Rangers, we got everyone got a chance to do what they wanted. I stayed there, I struggled through it, and I'm happy. I'm not struggling, I'm happy through it. And it wore off with limerence. At 18 months, I still loved doing what I was doing. I did Comic Cons. It wasn't like Comic Cons is the next thing. I loved it. Here I am, eight years later. So I worked through what's called limerence. And on Power Rangers, everyone had so much power on the show that they would just be, you know, someone, a cast member changes, the whole cast and crew are, and finances and backers are stressed because they got millions and millions of dollars in it. And if you don't have an actor that's going to pull some stuff, maybe one day you don't want to come to set because you're just saying, I don't know, maybe you don't have your best coffee. Actors, producers, owners get stressed out. So the reason why it changes every year is because you can't, by the time you stop and look, you're like, oh, limerence, you're done on to the next season. That's why everyone's so excited, and then afterwards, it's, oh, yeah, but, you know, I, when I worked on the show, it's like, don't, don't complain. I'm not saying people do, but you'll never see me do that. So you got to fight through it. So meaning that you treat your day one just like it's your day one of five years from now. And if you could last that long, it's legit, it's longevity. I do these shows, I look, I'm like, man, I had green hair. The reason why I'm saying green at that time is because people around here, nobody even knew who I was. So I had to, you know, everyone, my fans knew who I was, but all the other people didn't know. I'm like, I got a great fan base now. And then, man, fan base keeps growing and growing, so I had to do something different, you know. Hey, who's that stupid guy? Yay! All these crazy fans, and from day one, from years ago, the fan base has never changed. So I do it because of love. So my advice is audition. God's gonna put you in that right moment. When, when, when you get that moment, you can't let go. You have if you want. You can change the moment by your attitude, which is interesting. <coughs> you know, and uh, maybe this inspires you to be able to make sure that if I come to your table and you say, not now, bud, stand in line, I'll knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of the new season, Power Rangers Beast Morphers? Uh, the season two premiere was last weekend. I really like the way Hasbro is going in that direction. Have you got to see it? I, I did see the trailer, and to be honest, man, like I'm from old school, so like I'm glad some of it kind of it's different. It's different, but it all kind of, you know, when you tell us Power Ranger thing. I don't know, I will tell you this thing. When they reached out to do Beast Morphers and Mega Force and Ninja Steel, and they reach out to all these people like awesome other people, it's like, guys, dude, just as a businessman, as a guy in suit, can you not hire someone for five part episode and bring the Rangers back? Not one episode. It's always one episode. It's like, why can't you just bring the reunion back and hammer five five episodes, not just squeeze it in 20 minutes? So, it's just not enough time, you know. I mean, that's, that's, just not enough time. that's why I like the beast and you know, you know, awesome when people coming back. It's just not enough time. It's all that stuff to be epic moments, and you guys are just squeezing it into twenty, squeezing it into high every turn. It's more from it's not enough. So I always never understood why they didn't have five part series, you know, Mega Force, and just everything is so rushed on that show, and so that's why I really would like to take the time. 
And I, I think it's great. I mean, all Power Rangers, we're still here. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Power Rangers, so many years, we've never been off the air, ever. You know, so it's it's it, it's a thing, and it's been a thing for 26 years, and it's going to continue to be a thing because I know it's terrible. It's cheesy. Kids like eating cheese. <laughs> I love cheese, macaroni and cheese. And it ain't easy being cheesy. I always say that because I know it's not. It's cool and refreshing. And let that Power Ranger suit. When I first came to stand up for a second, everyone's seen it. So rewind the time back into rewind the time back when I was a kid and I saw that. I had no clue what this was at all. I was like, pretty cool. Green? Dang, I'm not too fond of that because back then green wasn't a thing. You couldn't drive a car. If you're driving a green thing, then you're gonna be in living in the hood type of thing, Compton area if you have a green car. To be honest, I like green. So I was like, it's super cool, it made it unique, and then the shield. But then on top of that, Dude, it always makes the superheroes their passion. You know, you can look at like Batman, Peter Parker, whoever. It's the passion is the person. Because Spider-Man has done so many different universes, right? So now it's like Spider-Man makes that person the person, not just Spider-Man. So you have to carry it, you know. And special guest, please welcome Jason Fox. <laughs> So we knew the, the tradition, the legacy, and it was uh, exciting to uh, 
to have the torch passed us, and we, we love doing it. And here we are so many years later, and I'll tell you too about the businesses, you know, like the people say you love doing what you do and have passion, but you're going to have to get 10 years of your life before you even start going to pothole as long as you have the purpose of passion. So whatever you do now, just think about it, but that's why so many years later, and for, it's weird to, for me, because see, I went into power and not knowing what the shit was. Big risk, big gamble, but guess what? I had nothing to risk or nothing to gamble. It's an easy, it's a no-brainer for us. When we can call back, it's like, uh, fun, or it's easy. You make so many people happy, we're happy, we're part of a, a we're, we're keeping this, you know, this this thing alive. But, you know, Boo's doing something now on, on, on the comic books? Yeah, yeah, they just announced two days ago that they're going to do a Time Force sequel. So, the other day, but the Time Force sequel was going to dive into the Wes and Jen relationship and what happens if she comes back from the future. So, but what happens? But what happens? <laughs> Do you like her? No, she's a real. I was talking about her too. Do you like like her? She's a. She's Aaron's really, really sweet. You're, you're, you're. Uh, we'll get to questions, but your season definitely respected as far as Power Rangers and acting. It's a little bit more deeper than what we've gone in Power Rangers, which is why I think. We're seeking out the Legend of the White Dragon a little bit to make things happen. We'll talk about that. I get your question. This is gonna apply to both of you, actually. Uh, which seasons that you did you like the most to watch as a viewer? Uh, I was just wondering since uh, you guys acted in some of them, we all as fans have our seasons that we choose to really like. <laughs> which season did you guys like to watch the most as a viewer? Only his season. That's what he's gonna say. And when I said, what, they said, which team would you build? And I said, all oh, right. Keep it JF, JF, and no JF. Fox will be my six rangers and Fox. <laughs> yeah, you know, for me, it's it's um, I, the original stuff, and, and I don't just say it because he's here, because that's what kicked it off, that's what started it. So I think for me, the fascination is what you know, what what was the history of this show, and how did it get to where it, it is now. So the original stuff, everyone always says, you know, what other range would you be? And I always say this guy, but it's true. I mean, the original stuff has just been so successful. And uh, I'm always excited because Time Force, you know, seems to have slotted nicely behind the original cast and the original series. And so, uh, yeah, the original right book, we're all beginning. But uh, we, we were uh, going to a show and I said, well, put your season on, like, I want to see one episode, you know, because we don't get a chance to watch, like, we don't just hang out and watch our seasons together. So you put it on and I put an episode and I was like, okay, play the other one. It's like, for real? I said, yeah, dude, you can't well, show me one part and not show me the other one. So we're driving to, we missed our flight. Okay, so not because of that, but we missed our flight. We had to drive. We were up all night just to get to seven hours to yeah. drive from New Orleans to Mississippi. Yeah, and so we did. Or we missed the show. show. Yeah, we, we missed, missed the show. show, so we drove, and we got no sleep. But we, you know, just because you guys care, and I, and, and I will back up the in this world of this Comic Con world, a lot of people are missing out this little what's important to drive the brand. So I've been doing it for years, and I think the brands have oh. This is starting to get popular. Let's do this, and that's how much effect that you have on the industry. For several to go, let's do a time for a book. Let's do this. Let's do that. So it really, it, because of you guys, and maybe the, the the suit people, like I was telling you about, aren't seeing it yet, but they will. You know what I mean? But we're not just about this Q and A will go with two people in the room. There's a thousand. We're going to treat it the same. We're not going to treat it any different. So that's what I like, and that's what I think the. You know, every time I take a picture of people, like, oh, bro, bro, because <laughs> <laughs> enough talking about each other. But I think he had a harder job than I had 
because you're coming into a property that's huge. It's kind of falling off ratings a little bit, and then bringing it back and actually having an imprint of those big universe and moving forward for the imprint. It's pretty impressive. And that's why I think we do a lot of team ups every time I do a team up. I don't think me and Bob ever hesitate or call. Should I? It's like, you doing it? Cool, I'll see you there. And then you get my contract. So when I get the J.L. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think about the next season of Power Rangers being that it's dinosaurs once again? Because it wasn't my first choice, but I guess I'm okay with it. So, you know, I, met, I know I met you earlier, and, uh, yeah. um, and I, the dinosaur, I didn't know that, because a few people had told me that and said that they weren't excited about that. I, I thought it was cool, but I, I guess, you know, the consensus is to move away from it. Um, I thought it was cool, but I guess there's a lot of other options. Uh, is there, is Barney coming back? Looks <laughs> <laughs> old dinosaur. That'd be so funny if you saw it. Hey, Lord. Um, well, I came from the dino figures, so, you know, we had the dinosaurs, all, you know, all that stuff at that time. I don't really think of it like that. It's so weird how I don't, like, look at Power Rangers as, like, labels. Some people like it, some people don't. That's why dinosaurs aren't around anymore. You love them, you don't. You look at them in a museum, whatever, maybe. Um, you ever seen a dinosaur around? Just point me to the nearest direction when you see Barney. Oh, no. Everyone's like, you would do that to Barney? Yeah, for ratings and the Teletubbies, too. You think we're working competition with those things? We're on ratings. Who are you going to get X-Men? I'm going to beat them all up to get that time slot. That's right. <laughs> He said, thank you for, for the Barney thing. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> he said, thank you, thank you, Jason. For years, we've watched our fans grow. And for years, you know, him and I are very tight with the, the, you know, the Power Rangers, uh, the executives that we've said, hey, we need to start to age us a bit. So, and they have, like he said earlier, they've heard you guys. Um, I think this will just be another big stepping stone. I think the fan base has been just thirsty for some sort of an after Power Rangers thing involving Ranger actors. So I think that, that that market is there and ready to go. And we know that's what Legend of the White Dragon is going to accomplish. It's going to fill that void. So we're hoping it just takes it to a whole new level, pushes it closer to what the Marvel world is, and that would be the, the goal. And the good thing is that we're able to, to have some kind of control on it because we know what you guys want. And we know we're not, you know, we're kind of filling a little, a, a little void. I mean, we're happy with the Power Rangers universe. But the thing about the dark bootleg stuff for me, I know for Fox too, is when you start touching rated R, you don't need that with this fan base. Because you got to remember the Power Ranger movie, they heard you all and they gave you what you wanted. Now, guess what? The second movie, they're aiming all towards kids. Because the, for them, kids is where the money's at on the market. But for us, we're kind of like just want to. You guys, it, it, you know, we don't, it, but we also want you to watch it, and you're not embarrassed of your of your son or daughter watching it. So that's why we're touching base. When we say PG thirteen, you can do so much with that. You might not have to show blood or or the cussing or nothing to make you feel uncomfortable. I think it's just the market is there. What was your favorite thing about Tommy and Wesley? You know, for me, I think for our season, it, it's um. I think the journey he took, I mean, he came from a, a certain place of privilege, he came from a certain place, and he found his true identity, what he wanted to do, even though he had things set for him, and he found out what his true passion was, what his love was, and he stuck to it, and then he found his path in life, right? So you never know where your path's going to lead you in life. I think that's pretty applicable to, to virtually everybody. Um, but I think he found who he was, and he stuck to it, and, and he found ultimate happiness in, in sticking to his passion. 
Uh, and that's what I think was pretty, pretty cool about the, uh, the arc of that character. Tommy obviously was, look, I was hired for 10, 15 episodes. I was in and out. I was just hired. I was hired. I had, and I just realized today that I was hired between, which means that they had to film and I had to wait. So they filmed before me. I remember them on set. And I was so like, you oh, hired them between Tweet. Yeah, Tweet. When Tweet was hired, I was hired because they were casting the Yellow Ranger. Then she worked. So I had to wait around for like episode 14 or whatever it was. So those guys all knew you were coming from the beginning. Yeah, kind of. I enjoyed Tommy being a quiet, neutral guy. I enjoyed not him being a leader. Nothing was blamed on me. He was like, sorry, bro. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was good at that time. And then it, I didn't become a leader, it just happened that that's where it went. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what happens in life. I told you, when sometimes unexpectedly, you know, you put all your heart in this audition and you think you're gonna get it. There's plenty of times for me, and I think it's great that there's times where I'm like, that audition was terrible. Like on the MTV thing, I dropped that audition, it was terrible. And they're like, hey, you got a call, you got a call back. And I was like, dude, maybe I should just be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, maybe I should try so hard. Sometimes when you don't try, it happens. Yeah. And it looks like life is like that. So for Tommy was being a longer kid and we're going to jail. I didn't know where Tommy was going. We ran into Japanese footage, let's be honest. That's the truth. That had to be the white ranger. We ran out of footage and that was the other film. No toys for you guys. <laughs> the words I would leave, maybe you have a few words, always say I can. It's simple. As much as I talk about I can, I will. I can't, I walk. Those two things will change your life, and I'm telling you. So every time you catch yourself say, I can't, be like, ah, uh-huh. Tommy said, I can. <laughs> what time are you doing? What time are you doing? No, I just wanted to say, now that I'm seeing on the bigger screen, it's, it's so much more impactful, and I wanted to, to tip my hat to you, because it's, it's, it's really cool. Everyone goes through stuff, and I think it's cool that he's opened himself up to, to share things and, um, and to show that, you know, hey, no matter what we're going through, we're all in this together. And uh, and you've got you've got fans over here of you guys as well, and I think that's what that does. It's very vulnerable and very revealing. It's very cool that you that you care enough to share that side. Because so many celebrities don't do that. You just see, you know, the lives people live and the cars they drive, and, and so you show it your side. And I want to congratulate you for doing that because that's I don't know anyone else that does that in our place, and so it's pretty cool. Hey listeners, Eric here again. Just to wrap up all of our C2E2 coverage of 2020, I want to thank Zach for spending the time on Saturday. We had a blast at the Chuckload of Comics recording the first part of this episode. The JDF and Jason Font panel was pretty good. I hope everyone enjoyed the highlights from that. And also thanks to David Clark at Bluefin for taking the time out of the convention to talk with us and everyone at Bluefin, David and Justin as well. They were very gracious with the booth and giving time to talk with us and the common writer meetup, the team writer meetup. That was a lot of fun. It was amazing to see so many common Rider fans at one place all gathered. It was just a lot of fun. Thank you to everyone who showed up for that. That was a blast with the group picture. And overall, C2E2 was amazing. Sunday, we got to spend the day with James and Nicole for Mostly Speaking Sentai. They recently put out their C2E2 episode that was also recorded live at Podcast Central. 
and that was a blast too. C2E2, I say this every year, it's a fantastic show. It's a lot of fun. If you're in the Chicago area or if you want to go to uh, one of the best Midwest conventions, I think, ever, C2E2 is definitely where it's at. It's crazy the amount of people that were there this year, especially Saturday, probably one of the busiest Saturdays I've ever seen, and Sunday, one of the absolute busiest Sundays probably even as busy and crowded as Saturday, which is kind of unheard of for a convention. And the energy was there. It was amazing. And we also got to talk to Kyle Higgins for a bit after the Ultraman announcement, which we'll talk about later in an upcoming episode. It was just great. C2E2 is where it's at. We want to thank C2E2 for proving us for press. Uh, that's always a big help. And thanks to Chuck Load of Comics at Podcast Central for C2E2. We're going to do that again. It's just a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed this convention. Probably one of my favorite C2E2 experiences, and I've gone all 11 years. So we'll definitely be back next March for C2E2 for Ranger Command. And I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of the podcast. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with a brand new episode of the show. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www dot rangercommand.com follow us on twitter at rangercommandph like us on facebook and instagram at rangercommandpowerhour ranger command is also on patreon become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more Thanks for listening.